0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed
1: Era, Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby.
0: Hey, guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In
2: Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds Everybody. terrible. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, and you're watching Going In Raw. You like that?
1: Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars, And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new going in raw on notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Yeah. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. Uh, check it out. We've got all sorts of bonus content today. Later on, we're going to film uh, Ask, Ask Stephen Larson. Larson. As
3: you like to say, the award-winning Ask Stephen Larson. Oh, look at that. We
1: just got a new member. Uh, Lecrom. Either Lecrom or Lecrom.
3: Oh, uh, Brandon Lusala said, I bet Larson won't say hi to me. Hello, Brandon.
1: Whoa, wow. He just called you out, and then you you, you called his bluff. Uh, we do have one new patron, Larson. Uh, the name is Alota Fashina. I think it's a clever way of trying to say a lot of vagina. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not like profanity. That's that's a technical term. Yeah, well, I know. That's a scientific term. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so immature. It's awesome. Oh man, anyways. Uh oh, Lacrum says I said it right the first time. Nice. Look at me, master of names. Yes. Um anyways, uh yeah, it's going in raw. Uh It's Friday. Yeah. So That's about it. It is what it is today. This is chock full of non-news, man. Kind of. It's kind, yeah, kind of. Some of it's kind of newsy. But we're,
3: we you know, we we get we get some potential marital bliss coming up in the future between uh, t- the two top stars in WWE potential uh, uh, reconciliation between a former disgruntled employee and the company. Uh, some injury news, and then maybe the NXT talent will start getting paid. Some really good stuff. Real money. Yeah,
1: it's all good. It's all good news except for One. except for a former member of the Shield. Yeah, he's got a boo boo, and I'm not talking about Seth Rollins. Mm-mm. Now he's got now he's got himself. He's locked down, locked in. Oh, well, everything changes now, Seth. Yep, way to go. You well, see that DDP rib tape I put on him? Yeah, I did. That was well done. It's
2: <laughs> <He's laughs> really from nail. Of of yeah, it's really good. I am
1: very proud of it because nobody's mentioned it, so everybody just thinks it's real. Yeah, he, that's he, what I like about it. He pr- proposed to his bride to be. They're like something in DDP rib tape. Something's off here, but I can't quite tell
3: what it is. Oh, he's got DDP He went rib swimming tape. in the ocean with DDP rib tape. <laughs> with DDP rib tape. To protect exactly. those injured ribs. So let's get down to it. Yesterday, uh, Becky Lynch, the man, uh, tweeted a picture mm-hmm. with a caption. Yeah. Um, Leads made to believe, including ourselves, that uh, they're engaged. What so she had to say, so picture her and Seth uh, next to each other on a like a rocky shore. Yeah. Uh, she has her hand. There's a ring on this finger. Traditionally, a ring right here means you're engaged yeah this is the caption with picture happiest day of my
1: life for the rest of my life becky is for life so is she saying this is happier than main eventing wrestlemania maybe, maybe
3: they're. maybe she's now stuck in some groundhog's day
1: uh thing That's oh she's saying yeah. her and seth are stuck yeah. in that moment perpetually oh no it's some sort of uh, uh, rift in the space-time yeah, continuum it's like edge of tomorrow oh my gosh yeah or uh, let's we'll see how long she thinks this is the happiest day of her life if she has to live that moment perpetually. <laughs> With Seth Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Enterprise, the one where they keeps on blowing up over and over again. Yeah. What a nightmare that is. And that would be an absolute nightmare. But seriously, congratulations. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. I think they've only been dating since February. Uh, oh, man. That's like November. It was in November or February? It not, has not been that long. Man. My pa- it only took my parents like six months to get married like my they they it was but that was back in like the 70s yeah so uh so he confirmed it just in May yeah but it was probably before then yeah i thought i thought february was, was when, 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 the love, know, when the I love when the love union I know began
3: talked about it something we probably talked about it on the show but i
1: i remember i remember over mania weekend is when the pictures yeah sort of emerged yeah and that's that's when i sort of first that that is a good picture right it there is. that one of them kissing that's a good one Hot action. Um, action apart now. from
3: uh, some awkwardness when they were forced to uh, 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 be an on-air couple, that's gonna that's gonna jump up another level. Yeah, that's my engaged. worry too. Yeah, um, well, they seem they to be a happily happy couple. Uh, best of luck to them.
1: Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, probably won't last. Uh, wow. But hopefully it does. Well, I mean, just by the the odds are, I think against. Or have divorce rates gone down lately? I don't know. I, I think like they have stuff. because I think less people are getting married. I could be. They don't realize that it. it's a sham.
3: Um, so long as they don't have to uh, in, in any way put their relationship out there publicly, whether it be in front of WB cameras or mm-hmm. worse yet, uh, they force them to do some sort of reality show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the odds would, I would think, would 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 more so be in their favor. Yeah. Um, if you're forced to. Put your relationship out there publicly in front of cameras for all the world to see. Uh, The odds aren't very good it's going to be successful.
1: You know who they should talk to? Hmm. Ms. and Maurice. Yeah. They're a lovely couple. They've been together for a long time. They needed, like, after season three of this reality show to stop doing it. Um, Maybe they have a blast doing it. If they really enjoy it, then keep on doing it. But it ain't for everybody. Look at the Grizzlies. Oh, boy.
3: Well, I mean, their marriage, I guess, seems fine. It's just their tax... Tax issue is what the know, real man. problem. I've seen
1: a couple episodes of that. I think. Not the, fine. I think the entire Grizzly Empire is a sham. To be honest it's with you, entirely possible. I think it it's is. All for cameras. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I, you know when uh, the takes uh, out loans to live a lavish lifestyle. <laughs> the Grizzlies. Uh, Nick
3: Lachey Allegedly. and Jessica Simpson, their mar- marriage fell apart because they were on that reality show. Oh yeah
1: yeah that you was know, sham central right there man and then
3: probably they're probably not the, the the lone example of that
1: i wonder if because the miz and maurice have basically come up in an industry where you're, the spotlight's always on you there's always cameras on you and the lines between reality and are you, kind you, of fuzzy yes. you have to you have to draw very distinct lines between you know of, of reality Given the pro wrestling industry is all based in fantasy, basically, mm-hmm. so that might have prepared them. Oh, entirely possible. to take that leap into reality. That's They're like totally second nature, blurring the line between uh, real and, and fake. Yeah, yeah. Reality and, and, and narrative. This is interesting here in chat. Saint Nelson says, "My girlfriend's husband. Okay, hold on a second. Wait, my girlfriend's husband is engaged to my future ex-wife." I don't know what that means, man. He's making a joke. He's making a joke about himself. Yeah. Making a joke. But the girlfriend's
3: husband thing, that doesn't make any sense. My girlfriend's husband is engaged to my future ex-wife. He's the girlfriend's husband.
1: Yeah, but that didn't make any sense. Mm -mm. Because, like, it's not really, it's your wife. You say your wife's husband, that'd be you. Yeah, I guess so. Now you're just making it seem salacious. Yeah, no, I think that's Oh, my God, is this true? Wayne Maker said, I impregnated my girlfriend within two weeks, five years later, still not married. Oh, that's the most Wayne Maker thing I ever heard in my yeah. life. Yeah, <laughs> he said five years. Later. <laughs> oh my God! Oh man! So yeah, good for them. That's good. That's yeah, congratulations. Good I just hope that going to the wrestling aspect of things. I man, I just hope they don't like this picture is gonna run on Raw. That picture. Yeah. No. Hopefully, they do my my uh, DDP rib tape version. I hope so. They 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 grab the thumbnail and
3: not the uh, the actual picture.
1: Yeah. But hopefully they just don't ram it down our throats on... Oh, so 30. yeah.
3: Rollins told Sports Illustrated uh, they started dating in February. Okay. So they
1: in six months. Yeesh. He knew. Took me a year and a half to propose. And then it was like a year and a half after that, I think, that we got married. Uh, it took me about seven years. Yeah. Woo. And then
3: seven months later, we were married. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, oh, man. All the different for everybody. Yeah. My parents are still together. They're happy. Yeah. They got
3: married, like, hella quick. Yeah, I don't think my parents dated very long before Mm -hmm. got married. That's how they did it back then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. A long time ago. Yep. Uh, Let's see here. Let's talk about uh, some some less happy news for another former S.H.I.E.L.D. member, that being uh, the man formerly known. As Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, of course, Blah. he just got through the G1 tournament. Death right. And according to uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter, the Wrestling Observer himself, Dave Melser, he is now dealing with injuries, is what he had to say. Quote, John Moxley is some kind of elbow injury. It may be an, an infection he got in Japan. He worked shows this weekend for Northeast Wrestling. With the exception of the 816 show in Poughkeepsie, his singles bouts were made tags. He pretty much insisted on doing a singles match with Pentagon Junior, because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And was very careful not to bump on the elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, no mention here of which elbow it was. I think it was his right arm that he had the triceps injury. Yeah, okay. That forced him out for like almost a year. Mm-hmm. And part of that was an infection mm-hmm. that developed in there post-surgery. Uh, yeah. So I guess the, the the real worry would be uh, another, another infection on the same arm in roughly the same region. Like were they not, did they not, Were they not able to go and clean it out? I think he had to have surgery to clean out the infection. Did they have any issues cleaning out the infection? Uh, Did a little bit remain? Is it coming back due to trauma on it? Who knows? Mm. But uh, I guess the real worry is, is this going to be an ongoing thing for
1: him? Well, yeah, we're uh, about six weeks away from the launch of AEW on TNT uh he i think is scheduled for at least the first four episodes well to be... he has a
3: match against kenny omega at all
1: out two in a week oh yeah, yeah yeah oh my god yeah that's right that was the biggest one yeah yeah and then the tv starts up uh so yeah that's uh, that's rough he uh yeah like you said he had that match with pentagon jr everything else has been tag matches mm-hmm. um and he was very careful not to bump on that elbow uh so yeah i mean he's he's a tough cookie he's death rider yeah. So he's a tough guy, but, you know, some things you don't want to mess Maybe
3: with. Maybe Shooter can have his proxy in some of these bouts in the future.
1: I'd be down with that. I think it'd be great. You know, I think Shooter's ready. I think so too. I think too. he's ready, man. I think so too. I think so too. I but, think he's ready to be dusted. I mean, Rider if this is going to
3: be an ongoing issue, I'd like it. So he'll have his match against Kenny at all out. He'll get through that. Um, but then there's what, about a month or so, a month and a, yeah. a, month and a week, five weeks or so before TV starts. Um, I guess it's entirely possible. Depending on the nature of the infection, to get it cleaned out, or you know if it's if it's
1: if you he, if he's got like the if it's swollen or anything, get it mm-hmm. drained or something. What's the next big New Japan show that he would be participating in? Or I wonder he, if like it's probably all AEW from here. I think
3: on out. he's on the is he on the card for Royal Quest? No, that's the same day as All Out. Um, yeah. It'll probably be King of
1: Pro Wrestling then. That's like in no October, October. October. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, that's, that's a bummer. It is a bummer Yeah. because he's been on a, a, a hell of a run. Seems like he's having a great time. Yeah, he seems like he's having a lot of fun. Do you think he uh, texted Seth and said congratulations? Yeah, maybe. Probably, yeah. I would think. I don't know. There's been like some chatter back and forth.
3: You know, I wonder how much of that they chalk up to, you know, this, this, this business.
1: Yeah, if you, if you were talking like that about me, I probably would still text you if something good happened. Mm, not call, but text. I don't like calling anybody. Yeah, I don't dude. either. I don't like, and plus, I, I feel like the last couple of times I have actually called you for like an emergency, maybe not recently, maybe with your previous phone, the reception was just really bad. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, usually I also, like I,
3: I, keep the
1: the ringer off on of my phone.
3: Like I don't even, I, I, even have, I don't even try to
1: keep the ringer off my phone. I can't.
3: I never hear the, it go off. Yeah, it's weird. I even have vibrate on most of the time. I don't want to be. I don't. I want to
1: be isolated from civilization. Yeah. I want, I want to be. And I'll check the phone on my time. I want to be on your own terms. Yes. It's the only terms any man knows, Larson. Their own, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Who knows what that's from? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Larson. Hey, we got some business to take care of here, man.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your job's projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain, it's hard to find
3: uh, there we go. Uh, All right, so CM Punk's coming back to WWE.
1: You excited, Steve? Uh, no, no, he's not. This was this is actually really kind of an interesting story. Best in the world. So, Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Uh, Look in my eyes. Nah, man. What do you see? CM new, Punk new on commentary. commentary. Yeah, okay. So uh, this is from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, and this is kind of shocking to me. He says, "What we do know that is interesting is that CAA, which represents Punk, that's a talent agency, and also represents WWE." has had an agent reach out to Fox head honchos about CM Punk as a co-host of the upcoming new Fox Sports 1 talk show. So if you guys recall, WWE had arranged a deal with Fox Sports 1 as part of the Fox deal uh, to have like a studio show like uh, this week in WWE, I'm assuming. Something like that, yeah, 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 because I guess there's something comfortable for UFC. Right, yeah, and they'll yeah. probably do, like,
3: little docu- mini documentaries. Yeah, I like, on- news stories and stuff in yeah. between segments, yeah.
1: So the newsletter continues from a WWE standpoint. My gut is they'd hate the idea. He'd be working for Fox, not WWE. We're told there have been no negotiations at all regarding that. The impression is WWE wouldn't like it, but things change daily. It's only something Punk's agent brought up and not anything that it's clear Punk wanted although he has seemingly been looking into commentary and he is doing lower level MMA commentary right now. Another person close to the situation noted that Punk could play the game correctly and get himself a great deal and even though business comes before personal likes and dislikes with WWE and should with AEW as well, Punk is in a situation where both sides on a personal basis don't like him. I don't think AE has any personal beef with him. Dude, this is coming from Meltzer, and he talks to those guys daily. I wonder if him putting them on blast for name dropping him might have soured some freaking grapes over there. You know what I mean? That, that might be the case. Because that, that sort of was interesting to me as well. But it wasn't necessarily surprising, given that it was only like a month ago mm. that he was saying, Yeah, they keep on name dropping me. Mm-hmm. People keep on asking me. That might have rubbed some people the wrong way. It's entirely possible. Like, oh, I thought we were cool. Um, Anyways, continuing on uh, Another person from WWE noted that Punk is not what he once was When he came in, Punk's mental style Of wrestling, like with Brian, Represented something new to WWE And fans embraced it as a style They like as opposed to the, the Existing style, but now his style Is the existing style, being done by younger And better wrestlers His biggest strength, of course, is his talking But those in WWE insist There's nothing to those beliefs Um, it's interesting to me that he would have an agent who would reach out to Fox and say would WWE I'm sorry would you guys be interested mm-hmm. in CM Punk? I would think that Punk would be like beside himself if my if if I had an agent. I mean we we have like management representation. Yeah, but if they did something without running it by us first. Well, like it's not it's not necessarily it's not running it by us, but also and I I don't know if there's a I mean there probably is, but I don't know if there's like a situation where there's some other company or group that we are that we've had issues with, legal problems with, left on bad terms. Yes. And then they would go and say, "Hey, would you guys want Stephen Larson to do this like tangential thing?" Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I would be like, "What what is what is your problem?" That makes me look like I'm I'm asking you guys for work. I would be like, "Get out of here with that."
3: Yeah, if, if, your if Punk's if Punk's agent did it, but not at Punk's behest,
1: right? That'd be weird.
3: But then again, I don't know what the dynamic is between Punk and his agent. Maybe his agent is 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 the thing is it's like Punk's like, just give me if anything comes comes along and his concrete because he seems very, uh, very keen on on only hearing things that are concrete. Like when anybody from AEW would float, like nebulous ideas and numbers past him. His response publicly has always been, "Well, no one ever sent me anything concrete. There was yeah, never right. an offer. Yeah, there's never a contract presented for me. He seems to be the type of guy who, unless there's something concrete on paper, don't bother him.
1: That's what he's. That's what he has indicated publicly. Sure. Yes. And it it, it surprises me that I don't know, man. It, it surprises me that there's it just seems very weird. It does seem weird. If 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 his agents like, oh,
3: okay, this could be a fit for my client. I'm looking out for what I think is the best interest of my clients. I'll do my due diligence and inquire." I'll just send out feelers see if there's any interest whatsoever before even bothering him about it.
1: If Tony Khan was really interested in CM Punk and he put out like feelers or whatever, wouldn't he have done that? Like, wouldn't? It's very simple. So for example, whenever um, we get like an email to our business email saying, hey, we'd like to be perhaps a sponsor of Going In Raw, first thing I do, I just send it along to our management company, to John. I'm like, hey, John, Maybe, 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 you know? So you yeah. see what these guys are, see if they're real or not. Wouldn't CM Punk just be like, hey, Tony, thanks for the interest. Uh, talk to my agent. Mm-hmm. And then the agent will then put together something formal. They'll figure something out, and then they'll get back to him. Yeah, that's
3: generally how it works. So I don't know what's going but on. But I here. think pro
1: wrestling is a little different. Pro wrestling is very different. Traditionally speaking, everything. I, mean, I mean,
3: I don't think it's terribly common. I think a lot of wrestlers have agents or managers or some sort of representation to handle the, the legalities of working out these deals, which I'm sure... Uh, go you know in in more depth than contracts ever did in pro wrestling but i wouldn't be surprised in some instances especially outside of wb things are still done on a handshake basis oh sure yeah absolutely.
1: we've heard that about like dolphin vince you know have a have a handshake i don't
3: really buy that though because the last time they they said there was some sort of handshake deal in place it was obviously not true because he's on tv this week
1: yeah yeah i know that's true that's true um so, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's all weird. That, that, whole, that whole premise is weird that his agent would reach out to Fox and say, hey, do you want to? And seeing him do like a Fox Sports 1 studio show about the WWE, that, I, that's off-putting. Yeah. That just doesn't seem. No, given everything that's bad. happened, it, seemed, it seems weird. It's very weird.
3: That's unless, like a the, last idea, thing unless to see. the idea, unless the idea is for Fox to bring him in to 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 be the counter to whoever they hire to to praise WWE. You got CM Punk right next to him. It's like a counterpoint type thing. Mm, yeah, where where Punk's just there to blast him. All sorts of shoot interview type yeah. stuff. Yeah, that could be. It's too. Like yeah, when they re- let me wrestle with a huge staff infection on my back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I took so many. I,
1: <laughs> right.
3: I took so many Z packs that, cra- that I crapped me. That I crap my pants in the <laughs> middle of the ring. <laughs> Oh yeah who knows it's it is weird but stranger things have happened in the world of pro wrestling man
1: oh absolutely I just I yeah I just think that like if if he were to come back it'd be you know it'd be like to either wrestle or to be on camera or something like that I mean if he wants to do commentary he seems very very interested in MMA commentary yeah like that's what he seems really interested yeah. in it'd be bizarre to me I mean maybe that's just maybe that's his dry well and may, maybe the agent just has a portfolio of clients. And it's not like a necessarily a personal one-on-one thing, you know? No. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, who's this CM Punk guy? Former WWE superstar? Oh man, we've got a WWE studio show over I here. I should see if anything lines up. I'm gonna reach out to them before reaching out to him. What are you doing? He, man, don't you know there was a lawsuit? <clears throat> he and then, hates those guys. And then he
3: gets out and Punk's probably just, ugh. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Gee whiz. I mean, like, the, 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 it's, it may seem to be a small detail, but I think it is actually pretty huge. That if, if anything were to ever come of this, Punk would not be working for WWE. He would be working for Fox. Yes. Yeah, and sure. yes, I know it's a W programming. WWE would probably have some oversight on it, but it wouldn't be a situation where he's coming back working for Viz.
1: Yeah. He's coming yeah. back working for Fox Sports guy. Yeah, but it's still like, that, that, that is, I mean, that's, you know, that's an important part of it, but that's just weird, him talking about storylines and stuff. Yeah, I can't
3: imagine him talking about wrestling K <laughs> right.
1: mm-hmm.
3: that's no. weird.
1: Which I'm kind of assuming, like I'm sure the studio show is a mix of, you know, like I said, you know, short documentary type stuff. I mean, stuff that we've seen that you see on the network, um, you know, highly produced little documentary stuff. Plus, you know, maybe some recaps. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure that in, you know, the, the UFC studio show, have you ever, do you ever see it? Do you know anything about it? I don't know if they had like recaps or if it was all just sort of personality based.
3: Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember at all. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. I mean, I'm, I don't expect anything to, to come of it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm sure now that this news is out there, Punk's like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. It's like he's trying just to move on with his life. I know, man. He, I, I he's never got thought. The ghost of pro wrestling haunting him. I re- know. Regardless of what he does or where he goes. I know. Man. He does, you know, like the the Starcast thing seems to be like his one annual thing. He does. He does one signing a year. He says mm-hmm. that's it, just to <laughs> keep kind of keep in touch with his fan base. Yeah, you know, because I guess it's good for him to keep in touch with his fan base and keep that connection. Should he ever want to do anything in
1: the future? Well, he has like a huge cash infusion once a year, exactly via his pro wrestling career. Uh, by you know, and then at the same time, yeah, he gets to keep in contact with his fans. He gets to give back to them a little bit. There mm-hmm. seems to be a demand for it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's probably good.
3: Totally, but totally.
1: Totally. It's just. We're going to hear all these weird punk stories about people trying to hire him to do wrestling stuff. I know. Probably. I don't know until when. That poor guy. I feel so bad for him. Never thought I'd say that. I feel bad for CM Punk. Everybody's just, you know, trying to use that name. And just let him move on. Let him move on, man. Let, let him move on and do his own thing. He seems happy doing the commentary. He, he, he still should, does his training. He should get into comic books. He has done comic books He's before. done comic books, but he said that if he were to do another one, it'd be like an independent thing. He needs to reach out to me. And I'll help him out a little bit. Okay. I don't know crap about the current comic book industry, man. Don't reach out to me. Yeah, don't reach out. To me. Well, I mean, you can reach out to Steve because, and we, then you know
3: what I'll do? Because we can
1: try to get a shoot interview out of him. Exactly. Exactly. Be like, he's like, hey, man, I heard that you know you're into indie comics and you might you know we might be able to collaborate. Yeah, that's great. Hey, could you do an intro for my show? Yeah. What's your show? Is it about comic books? It's about pro wrestling.
3: <laughs> yeah. So I know you're interested in indie comics. So what about indie wrestling? Interested in that? <laughs> Why are you asking about that? This with comic books.
1: Well, I mean, there's
3: similarities in the industry. i just curious. <laughs> <laughs> you you have wrestled before. You want to get into comic books.
1: I do comic books. I might be a little interested in wrestling. Can we just reach out to Punk's representative over there and be like, give him a firm offer? What would that be? I don't know. Like a publishing deal? Comic books? Oh, that. Okay. Yeah, but then also part of the deal it's a package deal. So yeah. That's where you bundle a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what a package He does pay-per-views with us. Okay. So, like, he comes in and does reactions okay that's good his payment for that though is is consulting services for getting yeah right yeah uh, Yeah. uh, business started we'll give him like 15% of super chats okay you know okay anyways that's silly Anyways, yeah, thanks, thanks to Manscaped.
3: Thank you very much, Manscaped. Um, so NXT going to USA has kind of been a huge deal of late. I don't know if you're paying attention to the wrestling news. Mm, no. No. Not my job. No. It's uh, my job. So I'll fill you in. Okay. Uh, NXT not going to Fox Sports 1. Yeah. CM Punk is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently
1: Fox is mad at Vince, too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Because NXT's not going there. Uh, NXT is going to USA Network Wednesday nights, 8 to 10. Uh, live now every week from Full Sail University True, for anywhere between 30 and 70 million dollars annually oh for one to two years. Yeah. The contract terms uh, haven't been made public so we don't know the exact it's rumor and innuendo all over the place. I don't deal in rumor so and So I can't innuendo. chat you up about details but this is what uh, Wrestling Observer himself, Dave Meltzer, had to say about uh, the monetary contractual status of NXT superstars. Will they be seeing more money? That's what he had to say. Uh, what does that mean for the contracts of NXT's top people, which are minuscule compared to the top stars of Raw or SmackDown? The belief is that at least the top-tier NXT talent will have new contracts at closer to main roster figures than current developmental figures. For talent on the way, in that they we're usually starting anywhere from forty dollars to $60,000. In the past, WWE could go get most of who they wanted at that price, except those who wanted to stay independent or work Ring of Honor. Aside from established stars who start at a higher price point, W is likely to raise offers because whether it be people whose Ring of Honor contracts end or top independent stars, AEW is offering low six figures to those who are interested in in for an easier schedule and probably better chances to be featured faster. While not confirmed, the word going around is that all developmental deals are going to be changed to main roster deals shortly. One would think that WB would end would up the scale for new signees, to prevent the next hot talent from going to AEW. But also hasn't happened yet, but it does figure to be the next logical step as this plays out. <clears throat> good, 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 good. If NXT is making more money, it stands to reason. The People, talent should be making more yeah, money.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. That's great. That's and awesome. if
3: if Adam Cole is making hundred thousand dollars right now, mm-hmm. he's wearing that belt. Yeah. He should be making whatever. Seth
1: Rollins. Well. Oh, that's kind of ridiculous. That's a bit much, isn't it? If NXT, I tell you what, though, man, <clears throat>
3: Finn Balor money then. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't see any problem with that. It should be. Um, <clears throat> if NXT uh ends up like doing some serious damage in the ratings, like if they, I'm not damage, but if they, if they are even competitive while well, they're on SmackDown. Then absolutely. If they start if they start ta- if they take them out of full sale after like six months mm-hmm. and start like a touring brand same as Ron SmackDown, then mm-hmm. pff, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All the money. There is still the element of NXT. I think they're still going to have like a much lighter travel schedule.
3: Yeah, and I can't remember right I, read it. I read somewhere this week that they were, they were considering like really scaling back the house show schedule. Like really scaling that's it back.
1: That's a that's a that's a huge selling point. I'm telling you, man, it's crazy to me. Like it's crazy to me. They wouldn't they make themselves like an instant want to be like a destination location if they just did the health insurance thing
3: if they did health insurance and cut back on the house show dates
1: like yeah. who who wouldn't want to do that like who wouldn't want to do that because at some point like even aew's roster is going to be like to he, he mentions here you know the promise of being featured probably sooner and yeah i totally get that because with nxt i mean depending on who it is Like if they sign, I mean, God, there's nobody on the independent circuit right now, but if they sign somebody with the name recognition of like a Joey Ryan, he's like the last guy in the independent scene who like has like big name recognition Yeah, yeah. for the most part. Um, If they sign that level name, they're going to be featured pretty quickly on NXT. Yeah. I mean, if all the people that just got signed up to the performance center, like, um, I mean, Austin Theory, nobody really outside of. I mean, people know who he is, but I'm not sure how quickly he would be featured. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santana Garrett, I'm not sure how quickly she would be featured. The other people that were signed, I have never even heard of, and they're not going to be featured at all. Oh, well, they were—they—they were,
3: they, they, they didn't have independent wrestling background. They're, they're either, all strictly yeah. developmental. It's yeah. going to
1: take them years. Yeah. So that's totally true. At AEW, you would never take those people though. That's the thing. Uh oh, the developmental talents The developmental that. talents No, no. But Austin Theory, Santana Garrett, of course, they would take yeah, them. Yeah. They, yeah, they're they're, they're established. Yeah, of course. Um, but uh. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that they would. I don't know that they would raise the price, the price tag for the or the, the, the payout for the developmental talents. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're, I don't think there's really a reason to do that. Well, just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because they can. Because they can. If they have. That, I mean, yeah. Maybe it's just you know a more desirable location mm-hmm. for uh, potential people coming from the world of sports. Yeah. to land there. Rather than them Makes you more legitimate I guess Yeah I guess so Rather than have them Go to some other wrestling school And
3: eventually find their way To the competition I mean
1: dude Look If nothing else AEW seems to be like Making WWE Get their ship a bit more in order You know Mm -hmm. Get their business going better Yep
3: Um, Also from the newsletter This is uh, As far as how uh, NXT craves can be handled now In USA Meltzer Backtracking a bit because at first he was speculating, both he and Alvarez, that yeah. Vince and Kevin Dunn were going to be hands-on yeah. with NXT. They would have to. They would have to be. They would have to. All well, they were on network, they would, ha- they would have to be. So what he said, quote, The story going around is that NXT will continue its same path, and Paul Levesque in charge, and no Vince McMahon, and no Kevin Dunn. Triple H. Oh, yeah, that's his real name. And as long as ratings are good, while it's Vince's company, his directions and suggestions will happen, he'll probably be mostly hands-off. He hardly has the time now, and certainly won't come January with the launch of the XFL. Well, so that's positive news.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's good stuff.
3: Now they've got to publicly uh, name Triple H, executive
1: director of NXT. No, they don't do that, man. They, they don't, do. Don't, no, they no need do. To do that. Look, the only, here's the thing: the people who care about that stuff are the same people who read this or watch this show. So we've done that. We've we've told them now everything's going to be okay. There's no need for no, WWE. H- public announcement. Here, here's the problem with that, though. The problem with that is if the ratings just tank for the first three months, no, then people are like, oh, "That's tri- going to change." Magic's gone with Triple H. Well, yeah, there's that too. I don't think they're going to tank. I think they're going to be pretty steady. I hope they are. I hope they are. I'm just saying. I could see why they wouldn't do that. I mean, dude, come on. And on top of that, on top of that, the bigger thing, they announced Bischoff as executive director. What does that even mean? Where has he been? So right now, that title kind of means a whole lot of nothing. You know, I was just being sarcastic about Triple H being named executive director at this point. Oh, I don't know. You seemed serious about it like a couple days ago when you mentioned it. Oh, I was serious, but then th- this came be, out. You can't be changing. up. You're not Dave Meltzer. You can't be changing your, your story. Overnight? No, oh, because I'm not Dave Meltzer, I can't. You're not Dave Meltzer, but he did. Yeah, I know, but he I guess his is based on information. Mine is just due to my whims. I think I only had like one cup of coffee today, man. Really? I had two. Maybe I had two. I don't know why. I feel like I have only had one. I even slept in this morning. Lucky you. I was up late last night. I played the uh, NBA 2K20 demo. I made my guy, my face scan. Can you do the face scan and make it in, like, Robin Stevens status? Or they kind of did it so you can't? No, this is what they do. They defaulted to just make it a dude that didn't look anything like you.
3: But then if you scan, you can't do anything all messed up looking anymore, right? No. It just tells you, eh, air code. That's funny because they really embraced it that first time around.
1: But then I bet somebody up top was like, "Uh uh-uh. This makes the game look bad. Yeah. But I thought it made the game look amazing. It was amazing. I know. We should really finish out. Was there a story? Yeah, there was a story for Robin Stevens. We didn't really finish that story out, man. His story is shooting (laughs) three-pointers.
3: Locker room cancer, shooting three-pointers. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, Yeah. Ball hog. Yeah. Shooting threes.
1: Yeah. That's it. Who's his sponsor? New Balance? No. He heard how much Kawhi was getting. Is LA Gear still around? or uh yeah british knights british knights that was the other bk yeah there you go british knights he's like british knights there you go that that guy was all about light profanity yeah Yeah, he
3: was yes he was because
1: that was the one that was the one where we could just curse at the at the playstation yeah and we'd get teed up yeah left and right yeah it was awesome (laughs) ubs you you light profanity oh we got mail steve oh man yeah we got mail Draft House games, we've talked about them before. Amazing. They've been amazing supporters. Absolutely amazing. Terrific supporters of going in Raw for quite a while now. They They sent us a big old package. Huge box.
3: And Steve says it's heavy. I haven't got to lift it yet. Oh my gosh. I keys. Well, those too hard. I want
1: to watched another episode of Mindhunter last night. Yeah. They oh. they interviewed Berkowitz. They got this guy to look really creepily like Berkowitz. Really? Yeah. They, like, prosthetic him up. I'll have to check it. Start or finish season one. Heck yeah, man. It's good stuff. A bubble wrap. Whoa. Whoa! Oh man, watch the smile walk come across my face. Holy crap. Oh my god. Oh my god. Do they seriously do this? That's insane. It's it like- looks like it appears that Draft House Games has hooked us up with, with literally every copy of the WWE comic book. Oh my god. Look at this! We got our very own ring bell. We have a ring bell. A bell. Yeah. Oh my God. Man, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Jeez, look at this. Every single episode. Every single uh, issue, rather. Yeah, I'll have to. Edit. I'm gonna edit the audio on that one. Look at this. Every issue. This is crazy. That's so cool. Thank you so much. Oh man, did I really just hurt everybody? I did not think it was going to be that loud. It's a ring bell. Here, I'll hit Steve with it. <laughs> Here you go. Oh.
3: Thank you so much, Draft House Games. Man, it's absolutely amazing. That is so unbelievably nice.
1: That's so cool. That's so cool. Man. We got some reading to do this weekend. I'm so Steve. excited. You have no. I'm so excited about this. That's so cool. Man, we got to get our manager to get us a gig right for the boom studio that'd be cool stuff. that'd be super cool it'd be rad Here you're gonna put these over there too
3: man there's a lot of them
1: i know very prolific look at this oh man that's so cool i know
3: all right i'll start asking some questions all right uh michael carlson when did you know that you wanted to propose um, for me, it was kind of had the uh, the work situation settled. It was it was it, we, we had moved back up here from LA. Yeah, work situation seemed pretty much settled. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, I felt like finally felt like I was in a position to do that. Yeah, if that makes sense.
1: I I don't know. I think it was just just once I realized that I didn't want to be with anybody else. I was like. Man, I really don't want to live without my wife, I or my 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 girlfriend. I was like, I just, I knew that that was it. I was like, I I never really felt like I wanted to grow old with somebody. And once I knew that, I was like, okay, cool. Let me get some money together and get a ring. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, okay, so let's answer some questions, Dylan.
3: Late happy birthday, Larson. Thank you very much, Dylan. Um, he also asks, uh, "Doubtful Punk will return with Triple H in charge." Um,
1: I don't know. I know, I,
3: it's, it's it's stranger things have happened.
1: Yeah, I think that. I mean, here's the thing about Triple H. It was it was doubtful that Bruno was going to return mm-hmm. uh, into the family, and Triple H. Triple H can be very good at diplomacy. It wouldn't surprise me if one lesson that Triple H has learned from Vince is that business should always be number one priority. Yeah. Uh, over like any weird personal beef. Yeah, you know? I mean
3: by all accounts he. he how many? How many chances he
1: give the Warrior? I know, you know?
3: If Triple H was the one that got the Warrior to come back for his Hall of mm-hmm. Fame induction yeah, too.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, Dkc returns. Power rank going in Raw hosts. So the options are you and I, Cal Jack, Luchando, Mayhem.
1: Okay. Well, we know who's last. By the way, uh, is that going to be on our Twitch channel?
3: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, host. The stream of the PWS show tonight, the H-Title match.
1: H-Title's on the line. Simon Miller is challenging for it. Baloney Fit, Adam Mayhem. Adam Mayhem. That happens, uh, the show starts at 11 p.m. Pacific
3: tonight, Friday night.
1: Yeah, which means it's... It'll be 2 a.m. Eastern. Correct. And then... Early morning. uh, 7 a.m. Brexit time.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to co-host it. I'll put the link up later tonight. Um it's all, around, it's all set up, so hopefully it, it'll do it.
1: All right, Tim here points out that he's co-hosted too. Oh, that's right, yeah. Tim, Cal, this is no order right here. Mayhem, Lou Chondo, Steve, Larson, Dan. Yes, James. Dan. James, yeah. Am I missing anybody? Cal, Mayhem, Tim, Dan, James, Steve Larson. All right, I can't well, think of any other guests we've had in a, in a
3: podcast format, no.
1: We'll do this. Uh, Mayhem's last. Um, because he sucked a lot of your money, uh, and uh, he's generally just a terrible person. I mean, did you see his behavior? Did you watch any of the video from the press conference? Did you see that behavior? Man. That guy's the worst person I, I know, literally, or have ever even heard of. That's saying quite a bit there. I would put... Cal number one yeah I would too number one Cal number two I would put Tim yeah Tim was really good because Tim was like helping us a lot yeah and then we were just like hey you want to come up on stage and he like was perfect he yeah. was great yeah so Tim's number two um, I will say okay second to last is Luchando of course yes um, because I mean it's Hilton I can't give him credit for anything
3: Yes, yeah, it's Luchando, of course yeah
1: Uh, James three. Oh, yeah, James three and Then you and I are four right in the middle and four B right in the middle Steve It's 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 pretty amazing. We've managed to make a living doing this. It's it's absolutely crazy So you see the big gulf here between one and four a and one and four B and then all the way down here is Luchando and Adam Mayhem well, I kind of feel like there should be a gap Luchando
3: And then a a larger... Oh, a much bigger gap here. A a, a veritable chasm. A a gulf. Yeah, sure. And then then mayhem. mayhem, Okay. I'm glad we're on agreement on that one. Good. Peen Man, officially going to my first TV taping. So happy uh, AEW is coming to West Virginia. The first tag champs are supposed to be crowned, I think. Who y'all got to win?
1: The first tag team champions are going to be crowned... Uh. I would love to think they're going to do like an underdog story with Private Party. Mm. I think that'd be really cool. Pretty cool. Uh, So yeah, Best Friends. Best Friends. I guess Dark Order is probably going to be in the the thing. Young Bucks will probably be in it. Maybe LAX if they debut. I think it's got to be a face team. And I'm Private Party is a face team, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to say it's either because I think that Jericho is going to be the first heavyweight champion. Mm -hmm. They don't have a mid-title. So I think you need some balance there. Although I guess you can have some balance of Britt Baker's going to be their first uh, woman's champ, mm-hmm. which is no guarantee. Um, but I'll, I'm going to say I'm going to go best friends. All right, I'll just say private. I don't party. feel
3: great about that pick, but I'll say best. I don't friends. say I don't feel
1: great about private party. Private party is awesome though. Awesome. Well, good. Good. I've not seen any of their matches. Uh, Greg Morris, uh, uh, with the be- Becky Seth engagement announcement, what is the best wrestling wedding segment? He said he's gonna go with either Macho Man and Elizabeth or Triple H abducting Stephanie. I'm gonna say Kane and Lita. No, no. Daniel Bryan and- uh, Oh, AJ? And AJ Lee. Yeah. Uh, That was wildly entertaining. Yeah, that was pretty pretty
3: entertaining. So I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I can't argue with that one.
0: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around.
1: uh gigabyte how awkward is the brit baker adam cole household now that they are pro wrestling's romeo and juliet
3: that's just business they seem to keep their business to the business and worry about them
1: well there is an element of there is i mean you would think there's an element of this is pro wrestling things are weird you know yeah and i wonder if well you got a good one there uh, okay this tripmania's delivered on a great question all right here. good can't wait You don't think there's any amount of... Because, like, you know, Adam Cole obviously knows NXT industry secrets, business secrets. Yeah. Britt Baker probably knows stuff from AEW. Yeah. I tell my wife everything. Uh, I would find it very difficult. So long as it stays in-house, it's not a
3: huge deal, I wouldn't think. Look, I don't don't know what
1: it's like. I'm just saying there's the potential for there to be
3: awkward situations. There could be. But here's the thing. Adam Cole is probably friends with... Kenny, Cody, Young Bucks. That's I know he's true. friends with the Young Bucks.
1: That's true too, that's true.
3: Um, and I wouldn't be surprised that if Britt knows a lot of WB talents. So uh, it's probably the situation where it's like, this is the way things played out in a professional sense. Um, we will respect the, the, the professional boundaries mm-hmm. and, and focus on
1: us. If Adam Cole knew something, knew something, that could potentially torpedo AEW, because nah, that means torpedoing
3: his 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 girlfriend's professional opportunities, and he wouldn't do that.
1: Just let just listen. You interrupting me? He if he knew something that would torpedo, no, I'm saying he's he has information of some shenanigans that are going on at WWE oh, gotcha. that could torpedo oh. AEW. That's a. am just saying that's a tight spot because tight what you're spot. saying is true. Yeah, that spot. would torpedo her professional, but then maybe he'd be like, oh, but then she could be working with me. But like, how do you not tell your yeah, significant other? That's what I'm
3: saying. Yeah, that is it is a tricky situation. Let's get to oh, uh, villain Alan Black. How much would you mark out if the elite invaded NXT and in super kicked undisputed era?
1: I mean, I that'd be something everybody else. Everybody would, would mark out. I would mark out if – here's what I want to see on the first episode of NXT TV – 205 invades mm-hmm. and they say we want our territory we're the here. best wrestling yeah uh, Epico Mondo thank you very much thank you Epico uh, Mr.
3: Mania, Juan Guerrero Jr. cast Star Trek Next Generation with only luchadors from AAA
1: okay so Picard is obviously Dr. Wagner Jr. obviously right yeah um, Q would be Blue Demon Jr. It's fair that sounds good who would uh, who'd be Riker so, so Psycho the, Clown Psycho Clown uh who would be
3: Data? Oh, Aerostar. <laughs>
1: That's good, Aerostar. Uh, Worf. That's good. Oh, uh, 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 what is his name? Taurus. Yeah. Taurus. Tor- yeah. yeah. Yeah, Taurus for sure. Um, Dr. Crusher. Who is the doctor? I mean, there is one doctor. It's Dr. Wagner Jr. Yeah, I know. Sure. But he's already picard yeah he's already picard uh oh 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 um uh, crusher would be uh big mommy okay she seems like a nurturing type yeah yeah i'm yeah. gonna say that yeah uh and then who's uh Jordy laforge engineer supreme
3: And he's I mean player. Aerostar could also could, could be head of engineering too <laughs> he well, he, The way he takes flight
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man That's good stuff uh, Blake Elizondo who left, who left in the King of the Ring tournament Could go the farthest with the King gimmick Oh it's Baron Corbin man <sighs> Nobody would care though He would do everything you could with it But nobody would care yeah, That
3: would be entertaining though uh, Nate Cunningham just bought my tickets to the debut of SmackDown on Fox. If you could each pick one thing to happen on the episode, what would it be for me, for Nate, it would be the surprise return of The Rock.
1: Wasn't there rumors that they were trying to get him to show mm-hmm. up? For that? Um, I'm going to say uh, Brock annihilating Kofi Kingston. I want something shocking to happen. Yeah. the leaves the fans just stunned and yeah. shocked, and there's great reactions of children crying. Brock
3: would kind of have to be on that. Uh, On the first episode, Lord Ziffer, what is next for Moxley after he beats Kenny tomorrow night? It's a week from tomorrow. It's 31st. But you got to think Mox is going to beat Kenny, right?
1: Well, Mox was left standing over Kenny. And Kenny is going to be challenging for that heavyweight title at some point. So. I mean, you would think that he would win, but, man, I don't know. You know, they could do. I feel like Mox could afford the loss more than Kenny. What they could do is have Mox
3: beat him here instead of Kenny being next in line for that title, have it be Mox. Mm -hmm. He's the one that beats Jericho, Mm -hmm. and then they come back around. That could be. Like the story of where Kenny has to beat Jericho again to get the title shot, and then he beats Mox.
1: That could be cool. That could be neat. It'll be interesting to see. So that's a week from tomorrow. Is that what it is? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, um, Eddie Diltz I really
3: enjoyed the 205 commentary team. Who's a roster member like Aiden English, who's doing nothing and could benefit from a move to commentary.
1: So who's doing? Nothing? I would say
3: Sami Zayn, but
1: um, he still seemed like he has
3: a yeah. Assuming he's his still, shoulders he's are all right. a lot of stuff. Assuming his shoulders are fine, still has you know a long career as a wrestler in front of him. Uh,
1: But I think he would be really good on commentary I'm not sure about Bob Rude Bob Rude maybe Bob Rude Mm. I mean I know he seems very sort of stiff sometimes But I think that he could He's probably got a good What about Eric Young Imagine if he was on commentary I have no idea what that would be like That could be really weird He's got a great voice though Wow look at that
3: punch (laughs) I mean he's just been around forever I just feel like he'd probably add uh, some interesting insight He would yeah He's got a very distinct voice too Or Mickey James a veteran in the industry,
1: yeah, that'd be cool. She's a good talker. Uh, let's see here. I've already answered that. Uh, Stuart Lee just got my tick, my ticket to all elite in Britsburg, in Pittsburgh. Do you think Britt Baker will be women's AEW champ by the time the fourth episode is on our home turf? They're crowning the AEW women's champ on the second episode. Mm, first, first, first in so, DC. I don't know. I don't know. I, I like deep down. I really wish. I have no idea what her contract is like with AEW, but I really want Awesome Kong to be their first champ. I think it'd be terrific. It'd be pretty cool. That'd be so terrific. Uh, Church Jackson, please, love of God. What does FPOS mean? Oh, it means fat piece of, of light profanity. Mm-hmm. And that that goes back to an in joke. So uh, when Adam Cole had rib tape on during a takeover, I think it was like War Games or something. Uh, Chuck Taylor sent a tweet to Excalibur. Saying, hey, Excalibur, look at that fat piece of light profanity, Adam Cole with his DDP rib tape trying to hide his gut. And that goes back, of course,
3: to uh, Chuck Taylor doing commentary to PWG show. Yes. Saying, oh, here's Adam Cole. Uh, Sadly, he's not going by his his given name, Fat Piece of Light Profanity. Yeah.
1: And so uh, that's endlessly amusing to me. And it's endlessly, it's hilarious that anybody, the gag is anybody wearing rib tape. Is an FPOS. Yeah. And Seth has been wearing it a lot lately. Yeah, And so it's absurd to think that Seth Rollins is fat, yeah. number one, which adds humor to it. Um, and it's just the term fat piece of light profanity is hilarious yeah. to me. It's just yeah. a funny way of phrasing yeah. it. <laughs> Look at that fat piece of, you know.
3: Chuck Taylor would go on uh, and on uh, with Adam Cole at PWG matches. Yeah. Doing commentary yeah. He did a suicide dive. He- he's like, oh, wow, well, I'm surprised he got
1: through the ropes. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Adam Cole had put on a modicum of extra weight, yeah. because he had an injury, yeah, so he couldn't exercise as much. It's just it's, so it's funny. It's, it's funny. funny. It's funny. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'll uh, take one more one more question here. Oh, oh, let me go to the Discord. Oh, Discord, yeah. Let's see. Let's see if the Discord stepped up their game today and has any good questions here. Oh, plenty of questions here. I see a lot of Cody Miles. Uh, let's see here. Uh, What is this? Oh, WWE's community tab. Confirmed it. All right, the engagement. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Thomas says, I guess we know what main event's WrestleMania next year. Becky versus Seth. <laughs> Divorce on a poll match. Pat McAfee on a poll match. And you're just there forever. The match never stops. That's the match never ends. <laughs> you're just there forever you can't say anything <laughs> you can't say anything <laughs> uh, let's see here um ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. oh great okay cody miles this is a long one you've just been approached by a multi-billionaire that wants to get in the wrestling business yeah he will bankroll anything and helps you purchase impact and the best wrestling tv deal possible his one demand, it has to be live on Wednesday night. <laughs> what do you do? He helps you purchase. I mean, I guess we you just. You buy Impact,
3: but then you also buy CZW.
1: Yeah. And you kick things off. Tournament of Death. Oh, I love it. Are you all in on that? We have to watch the Tournament of Death, I'll man. I'll give it a try, man. We got to do it. I'll give it a try. Are we allowed to, like, co-stream that? We should reach out to CZW and say, can we do they co-stream? Have do they have, I have No, channel? probably not. Probably not. And they probably, I think they still have a DVD business and like the light, the streaming thing. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to buy. That's CG how you Deathmatch. separate yourself from AEW and NXT. Yeah, exactly. Deathmatch, light tubes, all light tubes all the time. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Yes. Uh, Ask Steven Larson will be up uh, probably tomorrow. I'll be honest with you. We got count out coming up tomorrow. We're going to talk yep. about King of the Ring there. Yeah. And then on Sunday, we got a, a great episode of Matt chat yep. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Where is this? That one. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description.